Welcome to Fireside Chat, a short interlude with weekly features, where I, your host Juplukas, will be showcasing and interviewing prominent D&D creators. This week, we are talking to Zephyr, a dungeon master who runs Cursostrad games in alternate settings, and a community member of the Arcosostrad Discord server about creating and successfully playing in alternate universes. What is an alternate universe game? Why would you run one? An alternate universe game is a game where you change the setting, genre, or some other detail about the game so radically that the entire campaign is affected by it in an instantly recognizable way. Female Strad, Wild West Barovia, a modern setting, horror comedy, those are all examples of alternate universes. Why you might run one? Everyone has their own reasons. My reason is that I love world building, I love creating settings and characters, but I struggle with writing actual stories, making individual combat or exploration encounters, or designing areas just room to room. Working with an existing module like Curse of Strad lets me fully explore a world I've made without having to do any of the actual work that I don't enjoy or sometimes I just don't have time for. What are the major elements of such campaign? What should a dungeon master consider before running an alternate setting? The biggest piece of consideration is that many plot elements of Curse of Strad run off common rules. Strad cannot leave Barovia. Irina is a reincarnation of Tatiana, the Vistani can leave Barovia, there are no gods in Barovia or a way to contact them. When making an AU, always consider carefully if your new setting or genre can accommodate these universal rules, and if they cannot, then you will have to address every plot element that is dependent on that rule being broken. This can be the most time-consuming part of writing an AU, as it requires the most detail work. You should always consider if there isn't already something in existence that does what you're trying to do with COS better. There's a wide world of third-party and homebrew out there, and there may already be a full-length adventure or a supplement that perfectly captures what you are trying to create with professional-level quality. Never be afraid to take advantage of the work other people have already done. It's out there. If a resource is there, there's no reason to put in that work yourself. How do you incorporate the mechanical side of a different setting? Do you reflavor, homebrew, or use other game systems altogether? I've seen DMs spend years making complex webs of homebrew rules that recreate countless real-life systems such as muzzle velocity on firearms or weapon degradation to create the feel for the world they want. But the big thing I would recommend to everyone is Understand that D&D 5th edition is a very abstract system, and that less is more. Reskinning or reflavoring something is the quickest, easiest way to create the exact feel and statistics for something you want, with the least work on you and your players. The best part with reflavoring is that it's already balanced. You don't need to worry about a hand crossbow that has been reskinned as a pistol, or a breastplate reskinned as a ballistic vest, as you already know exactly how well that will fare in combat. Save homebrew for when something simply cannot be reskinned, and always try to favor work that has already been done and play-tested by other players on sites like the Unearthed Darkana Reddit, that's a personal favorite of mine. 
if you still cannot create the experience you want, oftentimes you're better off looking into new systems that capture exactly what you're trying to do, or even more abstract systems where you don't have to worry about those really finicky rules. Without going too far into spoilers, what elements of Corsostrad lend themselves particularly well to an alternate universe? The things that make AUs easy, or had to do with pre-published modules generally, lie at the high concept levels. Curse of Strad is a wide open sandbox, while other modules have a sort of funnel or cylinder shape, if that makes sense. Things you change in a cylinder affect things further down the line. If I change a dragon to a rock in another module, then that requires me to change the dragon cult later in the adventure into a rock cult, and that may not make a lot of sense narratively, especially if the theme in the adventure so far had been dealing with dragons. While in Curse of Strad, if I change a monster to a different type of monster, it usually isn't going to make any difference outside of the encounter that specific monster is found in. The second reason is that Curse of Strad is defined more by its genre. It's gothic horror, and changing it to a different type of horror maintains the general feel, tone, and pace of the game, while letting you put it in a radically different setting. Southern Gothic Curse of Strad is much easier to do than an urban spelunking Tomb of Annihilation game. What tips or advice would you give to a dungeon master outlining a different setting than the usual of Curse of Strad or another 5th edition module? My tip is if you want to make your own alternate universe, try and define to yourself the rules that make Curse of Strad's story work. The players are isolated in an area by choice or circumstance. Strad has absolute power to a nearly godlike capacity within that area. There is a person, a sort of living MacGuffin, that Strad wants, and this drives most of the plot. The greater cosmology of the world is blocked off and replaced by sinister and ancient beings who may or may not be helping the heroes. If you understand these rules and how and why they drive the story, or make the horror of the world effective, then you are already more than halfway done making an AU. It doesn't matter if you change everyone to be anthropomorphic bugs, set it in a Wild West frontier, an Asian diesel punk island nation, an 80s small town on Earth, or the English countryside in a Victorian London type scenario. The major story beats of the game are going to be the same, and you can concentrate on smoothing over the smaller issues that arise within individual areas, rather than having to stress over making the plot as a whole work. Because Curse of Strad's design is centered around self-contained zones or areas in a sandbox, you can easily remove entire zones if they just don't work in your game. And you can replace them with something else entirely. If the werewolf den just does not work in your game world, you can remove it. If Breeze just does not work, remove it. Curse of Strad is designed such that you are not expected to even visit multiple chunks of the game world, you can still reach the maximum level and go defeat Strad, so don't be afraid to take whole chunks of the game out of it if it doesn't serve your purpose. A uh, ending monologue. I figured I'd keep this short and just try to hit the big notes of what I feel about AUs. Thank you all so much for your time. It was incredible to get to share one of my passions with you, and I hope you all have years and years of great gaming. Thank you once again, and have a good one.